Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Seasons beatings to a one and all. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris, and I'm losing my mind. I'm Shauna, and I'm nice, nice, baby. And I'm Tepper. <laughs> wow, everybody killing it. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Basically everybody killing it. Uh, this week we'll be watching the Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause, directed by Michael Lembeck, released in two thousand and six. Robin Williams was considered for the role of Jack Frost, as wow. was Jim Belushi, John Favreau, Steve Buscemi, Paul Giamatti, and Danny Trejo, among no. others. <laughs> Close personal friend of the podcast, Paul Giamatti. No. Yeah, so there's there's ten pieces of trivia for this movie that are just the exact same line of this person was considered for the role of Jack Frost. And so it started, it was just like it's like it's like Robin Williams, Jim Belushi, um and then and then the third one was Danny Trejo, and it's like Jesus. What the fuck? And then I saw that the list kept going. Holy and then, and I saw Paul Giamatti. It's like, okay, well, that's our trivia. Uh, yeah, what a wild casting that would have been. Also, just like any of any of these, like, so we have Martin Short. Uh, very different. All of these people, very different. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris, Shauna, no one. Obligation brought this movie to us this, this week. I don't actually remember. I want to say I brought it, but I don't think I've actually watched this movie. Whoa. I've seen commercials for it. But you're here to defend it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whereas, Chris, you have seen it and you I aren't it. defending it. I'm not defending it, but if 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 someone has to be the bringer, I'm willing to fall on that sword. I've seen this movie; it was a part of my childhood. What year did this come out? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. Just a little baby. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, an innocent young boy of seventeen. I was driving. I was probably I was probably watching this movie between driving to my weed dealer, <laughs> dri- driving to my girlfriend's house to underage drink. Does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? That being me, I know I haven't seen it. I've seen I saw the first two plenty, and I've seen the box art of this one. And that's about it. Wow. Yep. My brother and sister loved the second movie. Hell yeah. So so obviously we had to watch this too. Yeah. Did your brother and sister love this movie too? No comment. Let's wait until after (laughs) we see it. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I love the first two. They're, they are a part, they are a part of my childhood and I will defend it. They're, the first they're one fun. is a fine movie. Yes. The, the first a, one is a fine movie. It just, it's a fine movie. I personally don't like, but it, 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 it is like a well-constructed movie. The second one is a masterpiece of film. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. All right, we're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and hmm. tell us what you think the movie's going to be about. Nice, exciting. Yeah, I, re- I remember seeing this. Um, like you know how they'll have the outside movie theaters all like the giant giant posters of movies that are in theaters right now. I remember this one. Would you wait? Did you just walk past movie theaters to ex- to vicariously experience movies? <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, when I'd go shopping with my mom, sometimes uh, the, one of the plazas where we'd go also had a movie theater. Oh, where would you go? Where does a young Where does a young boy of Caledon go to? I think it was someplace in Brampton. Brampton. If I, Ugh, yeah, wild. yeah, I know, I know, awful city. That's a long drive. 
It's like a 45-minute drive. Uh, I think it was like, I don't know exactly where, but it was like close to like 35. From where from where my parents were, from what I remember. But I might be like just totally misremembering. But we is would like just, make a day of it. Me and my mom would go and just is this just like... like conspiracy of big mother just making sure you never see movies but know they exist (laughs) just like always changing the channel changing the channel 20 minutes after you walk into the room making sure different movies playing in every room of the house pointing at at movie posters and laughing at you (laughs) <laughs> leaving leaving VHSs with like uh, pictures of dragons on the front for you to think they're boring <laughs> I mean if you want to get conspiracy the big thing would be like only buying sequels mm, yes exactly mm. like that that's the one that's actually like cause like for example with like Ghostbusters I feel like I looked for Ghostbusters 1 could not find it uh, <laughs> All Dogs Go to Heaven could could not find it, like my with my in my parents' collection. Could not find All Dogs Go to Heaven one. Only only the sequel. Wow. <laughs> like uh, Predator. Only, only saw Predator two. Couldn't find Predator one. I know <laughs> we have a list where I can look this up, but have you never seen Ghostbusters? I have not seen Ghostbusters. Why no, still not done it? <laughs> Why are we watching this? We could be watching. I, actually, actually, you know what? I think I saw the last ten minutes of Ghostbusters on TV. Oh, sh- sh- that's crazy because like that one's famously like the second one not that good fine i'd watch this second one at least five times oh my goodness ghostbusters is a mass is so good it's like a perfect movie how have you seen ghostbusters 2 five times (laughs) yeah ghostbusters 2 is a fine movie whereas like ghostbusters is an excellent film yeah, hey, you don't you're you don't have to convince me. Like I looked for the first one. I could not find it within my parents' No, we collection. do, we do. This is this is this is a democracy. You get a vote when you're in the truck. <laughs> you get a uh, vote that we ignore. You... Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah, it's there's just yeah, a bunch of movies where I watched the sequel not because you know, it was like, oh man, I just want to. I, I just love skipping the first entry in any series. It was more just like, well, this is all that's there, and I want to watch it, so I watch it. Uh, but yeah, uh, describe this poster. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> at the top, Santa Claus versus Jack Frost. Kind of sets up what the movie's about. Um, on the left. We have Santa Claus looking looking at us. And on the right, we got Jack Frost uh, grinning and uh, looking at us as well. And his hair is like slick back. Looks like icicles. Uh, and between them is the text, "'Twas the fight before Christmas, dot, dot, dot. Uh, and then at the bottom is uh, what I'm assuming is the like North Pole. Um, got like the moon in the background and reindeer and the sleigh, like it's the shadows of it going across the moon. Um, and then at the bottom, uh, Tim Allen, Martin Short, the escape clause, the Santa Claus three. Also, man, mm. the escape clause is the. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And then at the very bottom, frost bites November third. <sighs> Whoa, that's early too. It's not even December. Yeah, actually, that is really. Why would you? Hmm. Probably to fight whatever Return of the King or whatever this was released against. <laughs> that there's. Too many words on this poster. They tried to put three. Te- there's a tagline in the title. There's a tagline in the date. There's a, another tagline that's just a tagline. Yeah, they really needed to just like cut down on the text. Like, I really think that like to improve this poster, kind of remove the bottom of it. Because <laughs> so I think like "Twas the fight before Christmas." I think that's like all right. Yeah, like, it gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on. Well, I mean, because it's the escape clause, we know it's a cage match. <laughs> oh, right. 
That's why Santa Claus Four is Hell in a Cell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of like what happens in this movie, I'm not going to be super adventurous about this. It's Santa Claus versus Jack Frost. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna fight before Christmas. Do you remember uh, where you were when Santa Claus threw the Easter Bunny off hell, off the top of Hell in the Cell? <laughs> it was really sad. The Easter Bunny got brain damage from that. I watched the documentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the eggs just weren't the same after that. Uh, I will say the uh, looking very Coke bottle Santa Claus, like really like kind of like basically the platonic ideal of santa on the left there yeah said yeah. that before what, what do we think of his santa pompadour it it works yeah 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 he like he doesn't wear the hat much like just christmas day usually i think right basically think yeah, so, yeah 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 he's usually not wearing the hat yeah we, we, we talked about this last time we did one of these. It's he's He put that in the contract. I don't have to wear the fucking oh. hat. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Just like when Eddie Murphy was Dr. Doolittle and his contract was, I don't have to work with animals. What a weird... Weird casting like, choice. Like, <laughs> Insane. Hey, this Not is even me. just weird. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, hey, there's this whole movie about a guy who can, like talk with animals it's just like well there's this there's this actor who's pretty hot right now who who screams when he's in the same room with an animal <laughs> oh man uh yeah yeah you know as much about this movie as i do it's it's pretty much on the poster but yeah i mean I'm really hoping for some fun insanity. I yeah. feel like I'm going to be disappointed. Hopefully, hopefully he needs to call in backup of, of uh, Toy Santa. <laughs> Implement fascism to defeat the communist Jack Frost. <laughs> Who do you think's going to win? Oh man, I'm really going to have to think about this one. Um, the the oh the audience. <laughs> I would, I, I I was gonna I was gonna see the say the like people getting paid. The, yeah, yeah, all the people who got paychecks out of this. Yeah. <laughs> we we shall see, but I I I don't feel like we're going to be the winners after we watch this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I never hear anybody talk about this movie. It's probably bad. But hey, you know what? Go into it with an open mind. I thought Santa Claus 2 might be kind of bad. Hey, we ended up getting a pretty damn good movie out of that. So, Yeah, I mean, if you're not going to be a great movie, be a forgettable movie with a great B-plot. Yeah, honestly. You'll be very fondly remembered. <laughs> yeah, like the the further away we get from that movie, where it's like the A plot is like okay, that's typical Christmas shit, like whatever. Uh, the B plot though, that was that was really fun. Yeah, yeah, the A plot's a very hallmark movie of just like magical Christmas obligation for somebody to love somebody else. Yeah, like find wife, you know found wife teach her the magic of christmas save no pole yeah married blackmail blackmail her into marrying you yeah or else christmas is canceled um so it was like it was like like thinking about that a plot it was like never bad it was just like nothing particularly great either like it's just like you want if you've watched another christmas movie you've probably seen something better than that yeah very few christmas movies beat the b plot though oh gosh. <laughs> i can't i can't think of a single christmas movie with like as insane a b plot all right we'll see you after the film i wished i'd never been santa at all happy i am now 
we're back. So, what did everyone think? That was pretty all right. Didn't hate it. It wasn't like great. Yeah, it wasn't like great or anything, but uh, I think Chris summed it up the best where the first like two thirds of the movie has a very frantic energy to it. Yeah. Um, And also Martin Short is really good. Yeah, Martin, Martin Short's great. But like, yeah, it's like crazy and like frantic, but also kind of boring. But yeah. like not yeah. awful. Like until the industrial sabotage starts. Yeah. It's a little like, eh. And then he starts sabotaging the factory. I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. I like this. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of weird. Cause yeah, like, like I think Chris was saying, just like the conceit of the movie happens an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> they set it up in the first like 10 minutes and then, and then it never, you're like, oh, it's going to be in. It's a wonderful life. And then they just don't do it. Yeah. For a fucking yeah. Exactly. Hour. They, yeah. They, they like, there's lots of setup to make it reasonable that he actually like catches him uh, with, uh, in this loophole and then like the payoff of that is like 10 minutes of him being like i guess i'm flying to yeah to the north pole thankfully uh jack frost made a commercial airline that goes straight to him yeah it, it it's um uh, like that whole part of the movie is like 30 minutes if i recall correctly yeah like it is like the vast majority of the movie the movie is like a hundred and see here i'm just messing over it's like 125 minutes yeah oh merciful we we love a 90 or less minute movie yeah he gets sent to the past yeah basically like an hour in yeah like like 50 57 minutes in it's um way slower than i thought like as as chris said like the conceit of the movie does not happen until the movie is basically over it's like oh okay when it like doesn't to do it's a wonderful life right it's um you like usually someone actually like regrets something yeah and doesn't just tricked into it yeah well and he loves being santa claus yeah 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 exactly and and it's like he'll talk to people and they'll like be like oh you know you never wanted me to be her husband or like you're a bad dad and it's like yeah yeah, he he knew that already yeah 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 he's not he's not learning a lesson yeah, he's already learned the lesson in previous movies. Yeah, it's just like here is here's examples of how people's lives are worse if your life isn't as good as it was. And it's just like <laughs> that's not there's no moral to that story. Yeah, it's really and and, it, and it, they go through it so quick that it doesn't really mean much. Yeah, like, I, like I guess it's, it's just, just kind of like a you not being Santa Claus is bad, but it's just like we kind of like knew that already. Yeah, he talks to some random new character who who's his assistant, and then he talks to his his ex wife, and she's just like, "Yeah, I don't fucking know where 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 uh where my son's uh, high school principal is." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of the questions he asked people was like, "Come on, man, you know, like like you know what the the like escape clause is." Why are you, you know acting so surprised? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like you've been put in some situation where you had no prior warning, where he's just like, yeah, you know where, like, <laughs> yeah, you know where your son's high school teacher is, basically? It's like, what? Oh, man. Also, what was he supposed to do with the escape clause? Tackle himself? Oh, it sends you to back stop to... stop himself from becoming... Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because it's supposed to stop you from becoming Santa Claus, but it sends you back to the moment of the previous Santa Claus's death so that you can change history. Well, but he's, like, still Santa Claus there, so if you kill Santa Claus and you're Santa Claus and you put on the Santa suit, do you become some kind of double Santa Claus? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what if he waits until he puts on the suit and then kills himself? Whoa. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, I mean time time travel rules in general. Yeah, don't also, don't work great. But also, like in the first movie, he didn't want to be Santa Claus. Why didn't they tell him about this? Yeah, no, no, you brought up. Yeah, yeah, I remember you you posting that, and it's like yeah, and then he could have been like, I want to be Santa Claus. Let me let me go. 
Also, like, like, no, like, no, nobody tried to save the guy who died. Like, well, yeah, and like that, like, does that guy keep being Santa? Or does he still fall to his death? And just it's the next random person who walks by. Yeah, it's like you had two more chances to save this dude's life, and you just let him fall and die. It was his destiny. Yeah, and like with with twelve years of knowledge, you could have you could have saved a man's life and still been there for your family. And found that at the woman very, of your dreams, and not forced her point. to marry you. Yeah. Um. Curtis sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad. I'm glad Bernard didn't return, only in case he was the one who would have tripped up and given Frost all this information. Probably it still would have been Curtis, even if Bernard was in the movie. But yeah, he he just like. Like, one of the lessons I've gained, one of the morals of the story I have taken from this movie is um, a, a security is there for a reason. And secrecy is there for a reason. And uh, procedures are there for a reason. Like, don't be handing out tough secret information to people. Or letting people who are, like, kind of antagonistic to you uh, into your um, factory. Yeah, it was not a great plan. I also don't know why that was this, like, you're dissing Santa Claus, so you can do volunteer work for him for a couple months. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, you know, if, like, if you one step out of line and it's over for you, he proceeds to, like, do industrial sabotage on a mass scale. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I mean, this goes back to Curtis being useless. And then he gets turned into Jack Warmth because of a hug. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Was it... Yeah. Okay, it looked like a different actor. No, it's just the hair is so different, and also like not a good, not a good haircut on him. <laughs> Especially with the pointy ears, it was weird. Did he become yeah. something? Did he become something? Yeah, like he was Jack Frost, and what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's Jack Warmth now. Uh, I don't know. Jack Summer. Like... He Jack Ray but, of Sunshine, jacking it in the summer, <laughs> jacking it, jacking it, jacking it in the summer. <laughs> That's what he becomes. <laughs> <laughs> that phrase we all know. <laughs> now he's now he's in charge of of, of everybody's first wet dream. Oh no, that's a horrible, <laughs> awful, <laughs> legendary creature. I'm sure Sandman has to not to have to do that. Sandman and him traveling around together. And it's just like he... Jack gets out of the car and he's like, really? It's like, yeah. Get in there, champ. Wow. You're all welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Shauna brings up an interesting question, though. Does winter still exist? Uh, Winter does. Ice doesn't. Next question. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> and nobody gets frostbite anymore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely thought she was just going to hug her parents. And... Yeah, yes. that's also what yes! I was thinking. Right? Like, I was like, oh, she, yeah, she's going to hug the parents, and then the parents will defrost. And... Movie over. Yeah. yeah. And Yeah. Cheers. Haha. Because, like, making him not have a frozen heart I, I mean, they do not go into what that even means in the slightest. Like, yeah, does he stay on the council? Does he do anything now? Is he just a big elf? Huh. Maybe if we watch the series, we'll find out more. Oh, is it right? Fun yeah, fact, they're... there was a second season this this year. What? Yeah. Wow. No way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Huh. We can't escape it. 
Holy shit. It's in the fine print of our Santa Claus contract. Um, as long as Santa Claus movies exist, we have to watch them. Oh, visual no. media, not Guys. not just not just movies, unfortunately. <laughs> we we're making we were up these rules now. We don't have to do this to ourselves. <laughs> that that's fine. The writers also did that. Um, speaking of which, yeah, Secret of just... Santa, that wasn't a thing in any of the other movies. What like the like keeping uh, the thing secret? Yeah, not really, not especially. You didn't care about that a fucking bit. Well, no, they did have that thing. Was it the beginning of the second movie, where the there's like a plane or something like going over, and they lock down. Yeah, yeah, they do, they did actively hide from a plane that went over the North Pole. That did happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like. Using, like, tell, telling your family that you're Santa Claus and bringing them to the North Pole definitely never been an issue up until now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, in the first movie, he escape the police in his reindeer sled and, like, a whole crowd saw him? Yes. All right. So those Canadians, eh? <laughs> My culture is not a costume. <laughs> not did like expect that there was like that. Yeah, there was like one elf wearing a Roots hoodie, but everyone else was just wearing a hoodie that said Canada. <laughs> some some Roots hoodies say Canada. True. I guess they all say Roots that... Canada. Actually, now that I think about it, never mind. Uh yeah, I read in the trivia that it's just like it's just like the North Pole is disguised as, as Canada. And I'm like, I don't know why that's a thing, and then very quickly it became obvious why that was a thing. That other uh, trivia you told us oh, that yeah. like, uh, like it's been claimed by fucking liars that this was filmed in Vancouver or whatever is very funny once you look at this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. <laughs> It's obviously a soundstage at Disney. Yeah. Yeah, it is a soundstage that was put together for Christmas with the Cranks. I like the in-laws. What was that? I I like the in-laws. They were reasonably concerned about their daughter. Like, is he keeping you here under duress? A lot of people asked her that. Yeah. And not just people who had ulterior motives or... Like, just actual elf children? Question mark? Is that what those were at the beginning? Uh, yeah, yeah, for some reason, Miss Claus is teaching them. Because she's, well, oh, yeah, she's a principal. She's a, right, right. So, you know, gotta keep her busy. Just have a bunch of elves pretend to be children that need to be taught things. <laughs> but then, yeah, they're just like, just like everyone asking her, is like, so did it suck being forced to come live here? Do you hate us? All the all of them at the same time being like, "We love you, Mrs. Claus." Oh God, <laughs> yes, it was weird. The cults. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. mind meld situation the elves have, and they're just down for anything. Like, like Jack Frost made them evil, and they were like, "Okay, this is fine. I'll I'll be evil." Yeah. <laughs> they're a hive mind loyal to Santa Claus. Yeah, I do miss having Bernard. He was just yeah. like, he, it's such good energy, both interacting with people and with elves. Yeah, I miss Bernard as well. Good news, he's back in the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we gotta watch the show. We have to, there's no other option. <laughs> Hopefully the choreography, the fight choreography is as good as Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Also, there's been a lot of Santas. There's like six, I believe at some point in the trivia I read that there's six or eight hundred snow globes or something. You definitely don't see that many, but. Was there like a war? The Santa war. (laughs) Interesting. The war Santa Claus. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that from BBC for the 50th anniversary of the Santa Claus. (laughs) The war Santa Claus in color. (laughs) (laughs) 
were all just going back in time and killing each other. Be a wild crossover with Doctor Who. Yeah. The coat's Ooh. like a reverse Time Lord. That they did do rocks. an episode with Santa Claus. Yeah, oh, I mean... Yeah. They do, they do Christmas at, uh, specials most years, and so some of them have definitely dealt with Santa. Just like this, like this eldritch red coat with its like infernal contract. Mm. Has a lot of clauses, as the title suggests. <laughs> you know, for how busy this movie is, there honestly really isn't too much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably its greatest weakness. It's fine. You know, it's like a, it's a yeah. fine movie. It's got some good business in it. It, you know, some people in there doing business, a lot of character actors getting, getting paid. But it's just like, you know, it's nothing to write home about. The first one is fine. The second one is amazing. We love it. Third one is like, eh. All right, that's a movie. I didn't. I, I thought it was going to upset me or be so boring as to make me mad, but it didn't do either of those things. Yeah, yeah, and like for all like the frantic energy it has, and like it feels like like it feels like it has a lot of moving pieces of like these characters are coming and these characters are going to be around too, and you got Jack Frost and this and that, and it's just like, but it really doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't really turn out to do um, much. No. Um. What the fuck was going on with the guy that plays Charlie that he couldn't be in the rest of this movie? Like, what was he busy? This is all he's ever fucking been in. Well, he does show up at the end. Uh, yeah, but he's in the start and then he's like, oh, oh, excuse for me not to be in the rest of the movie. Bye. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Just be put him there, too. What the fuck is the. OK, whatever. Um... <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I just does this wanted offend you younger kid i guess maybe as right. the lead kid all right yeah, i don't really know all right yeah all I, don't right. Have, I don't have a good reason maybe it was like a scheduling thing like the actor didn't have time for like a full shoot that's what it seems like but he's in nothing else this is his career maybe martin short is deathly afraid of that actor mm. <laughs> He's also like, oh, I'm going to go snowboarding with my girlfriend or whatever. Never see the girlfriend. And then he leaves snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, and then and the rest of the family invites themselves to the North Pole. Yeah. And then gets locked in a closet for a chunk of the movie. Yeah. Huh. Did he um, mention her having magic hugs in the first movie at all, or is that just I, did that get established with that snow globe? I feel like he didn't. But I can't remember. No, f- who the fuck knows? Did he give her magic hugs for Christmas one year? Is that mm. like where did that where did that magic come from? Where does the magic come from, Lebowski? But thank God we got a cameo from Comet. Oh, oh yeah. no, I'd fr- I honestly wiped that on my brain. <laughs> oh, man, that was awful. They put like eight farts in that one scene. Couldn't have a movie without fart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This um, was just the one scene. It's a different ex-wife. Is it? <laughs> That's a different woman. That's not the woman who was in the first two movies. Yeah, I think I I read there's there's like five returning actors for every movie, anyways. Oh no, I'm sorry. That is the same woman from the second one. Okay, I, I was gonna say remember she's... her being in the second one. I her her the way she says Scott sounded identical. To the second oh, movie, so no fucking way. She's in all three. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> what am I, I taking? I, I thought she probably was. But she looks I so different. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have argued. Huh. Okay, never mind. My ex- my apologies to Scott Calvin's ex-wife. Just a comment from the mom of just like it's like if. If your if your husband's ex being here doesn't uh oh I forgot what she said. Um 
doesn't worry you or whatever. There's just like so many passive comments from the from the yeah the like the mother is so evil. So much. She's like at least the father has the balls to be aggressive. The mother is like so mean. Yeah, yeah. Like they're so passive aggressive like the whole time, and it's like it's like this is like the busiest time of the year for him. Like, give cut the man some slack. And also, <laughs> just like. Try to try to get pregnant in like January or something. Yeah, they could have timed that better. Yeah. Although, what are the implications of having a Santa baby? Santa uh, baby. Future franchise. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly current, already existing uh, Hallmark movie. Like, like, does Santa Claus turn into like a hereditary position? Yeah, but like you think past Santas had babies, and when they died, well, like they were they well, were they, re- they would have had to have a Mrs. Yeah, Claus, right? They were required to have a Mrs. Claus. Which actually, what happened to the previous Santa's wife? Yeah, yeah we, we we asked that last movie too. We didn't we didn't get and an answer, but the... we did ask that question. Presumably, okay, I couldn't remember if we brought it up or not. Presumably, she was buried in his pyramid, like a like an Egyptian, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pharaoh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all the elves that happens to all the elves too <laughs> they're, they're ritually murdered mummified along with the reindeer <laughs> damn that's horrifying I mean it's not a good position we established that pretty well in the second movie yeah that's true it's hard to tell if she likes her life or doesn't like her life in this movie. She seems a little take it or leave it. Yeah. I mean, she did kind of get coerced into the role in the second movie. Yeah. So did Scott, but he had... Like, yeah, actually, had, it is kind of a... like, it's a system built on coercion. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> oh, man. Coercion and mental and physical uh, modification through Eldritch contracts. Oh no, I don't like how fetishistic this is becoming. <laughs> it's all part of the holiday spirit. Yeah, I know. Is right. Like we like we started with a weird like inflation fetish movie, and now we've added like a like a breeding kink thing. This is awful. <laughs> This is bad. <laughs> and cucking. The Jack yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When he was like making legendary cucking. He's actually interested in Mrs. Claus, or they try to imply that. But then the one he's like super horny for the mother-in-law. Yeah. And the sounds he was making, like it was like, this is weird, well, man. I mean, but what? also like they're just like the 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 father-in-law also just trying to like get close with um mother with nature mother nature yeah <laughs> so uh, that's just what their families what they're into i guess it's like santa why do you have a chair in the corner of your bedroom <laughs> <laughs> that's what that ladder gets used for when they're not putting up the tree <laughs> or staircase rather not a ladder yeah It'd be very weird if somebody did like sit down when they're making the first movie and like it's like okay, we are going to write out the entire Santa Claus contract and like figure out this entire world. <laughs> be weird if it had if it had that level of forethought and consistency. That's I'm curious to watch the shows just to see what the fuck they bother doing and how much they actually have cared about the source material. <laughs> yeah, it would be fascinating to see. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a movie. Yep. <laughs> Great review. Ooh! <laughs> Speaking of reviews... Um, James... Bernard Deli 
from Real Views said, Perfect entertainment for five-year-olds and sheer torture for the unlucky parents accompanying <laughs> them to the theater. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Kids, you can tell how much your parents love you by how far away they keep you from this worthless fiasco. Wow. I don't know about worthless fiasco. But that's funny. Keith Phipps from AV Club said, Shot almost entirely on a single set, possibly left standing from the last film, it features what looks like first take performances and a script that's inane, even by kid movie standards. Fucking roasting. <laughs> Damn. That's pretty Keith fair. Phipps. But uh, oh, uh, Also, as as we learned, no, they didn't use the, the set from the previous movie. They used it from a different movie entirely. <laughs> <laughs> San Francisco Chronicles, Peter Hartlob said, it's very, very difficult to care. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be a thing he should talk to a therapist about. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's a very funny movie reviewer that's just like, since my bitch wife left, <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my Justin daughter won't Chang. talk to me. Zero out of five stars. <laughs> uh, Tim Allen Santa Claus franchise gave me erectile dysfunction. Thumbs down. She took the kids. Zero out of five. Divorce papers arrived today. Feel free to skip this movie. <laughs> just getting called into the editor's office like, Steve, I I just I don't think you're reviewing the movies. One of the fresh reviews is a thing of consummate craftsmanship, a smoothly engineered and fundamentally lifeless object that's oh. nevertheless capable of giving even the grinchiest moviegoers a brief attack of warm and fuzzies. That's a positive review? <laughs> that's a positive review. <laughs> Vari- uh, uh, Justin Chang writing for Variety. That's... Gotta wonder what things people are watching when they review movies. Well, like I looked up the like the it up on Wikipedia because I love checking the critical response sections for movies. It has an approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes of seventeen percent. Oh, and like I don't think it's a good. I don't think it's a good movie. I don't think it's like seventeen percent. Like, is that critical review or? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, based on yeah. sixty six reviews. Yeah, so. Um, audience is polled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of B plus on an A plus to F scale. Yeah, and that's like reasonably fine. Like, yeah. if you if you if you saw either of the previous Tim Allen Santa Claus movies, this is pretty much what you're expecting. A more insane B plot would have been nice, but yeah. Was there even really a B plot? I guess just the family being there family yeah. being there but, they, huh. but like they just kind of were a tool to affect the a plot i guess technically the family coming to visit was the a plot yeah it yeah did take up most of the movie yeah and it was the initial thing it was just and then and then Jack, uh, Jack Frost used the, the A plot to, to construct his B plot. Yes, that's that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, which I guess is the same vague formula as the second one, because like the A plot was him doing family things in the form of trying to force somebody to love him. Yeah, and then the B, the, the B plot was was having a was having a villain in the movie. 
You have to have somebody. You have to have somebody insanely evil trying to do something, so as t- so people don't look too close at how fucked up the coercion is. <laughs> <laughs> the web of coercion has become so deep and complicated. I feel like you can't even point fingers at this point. At you know, like... yeah, because it it really affects everybody. Like that's and... the thing. Like he, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say the really fucked up thing is that like all their lives are better for it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, like they all seem like, like, like especially the divorced wife and her family, like they're doing fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, really. Also, I got to call out Neil fashion icon, Neil, that man knows how to dress. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame that they kind of like froze the two of them for most of the movie. Judge Reinhold didn't want to be in this movie. He's just taking, he's just collecting <laughs> a paycheck. <laughs> there was that scene where he was teaching the elves yoga. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of cool. All right. I think we've beaten this frostbitten horse long enough. We can just, we can. Probably we could, we could call it to Tepper's tops. Well, we pick up oh, the right. yes, snow that. globe and we say, I wish I'd never started this podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we don't do anything and just or, watch. Santa or you could be tricked into it, or it could be a recording of it, or uh, it could be like an AI copy of you saying the thing, or it could be like a puppet saying the thing. It seems like the rules are pretty fast and fucking loose with the snow globes yeah basically like anything except actual intent it seems like yeah <laughs> so like also i mean like one part of it you do need to be holding it so do you think yes. you could have cut off his hands Ooh. <laughs> yes and then cut out his tongue and kind of connect it to a vuvuzela or something and made that say the gritty reboot. He already had the recording. He just needed his hands on the orb. Yes. He needed Martin Short to ponder his orb. Yes, this is a film of orb pondering. Yes, Santa's a wizard. He does have magic. And it's mostly done through items. Maybe this does fit in the Sorcerer's Apprentice universe. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Huh. He wears leather shoes. Mm, Santa's going their own way. No, he wastes his essence on a woman. No. No, he breaks the rules. He breaks the rules. That's why Jack that's why Jack Frost is able to like, you know, come in there and 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 challenge him because he's not, you know, he saves up his essence. <laughs> <laughs> He's been saving his essence for some unknown number of years and freezes Hawaii. Yeah, why freeze Hawaii? It's a hot place that people can remember. Same reason why they also froze Mexico in a third place that I don't remember. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was just doing he was just doing a bunch of cold things where it shouldn't have been cold. You think global warming would affect him? Well, what if he's what if he's the personification oh, God. of global warming and this girl Oh now now he is him. Yeah <laughs> Wow Now he's Jack Warming Oh no <laughs> That's 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 the real reason the ice caps are melting. Mm-hmm. Some girl hugged Jack Frost. Jack Frost doesn't sound disgusting, but Jack Warming does. You guys with me on that? <laughs> yes, I also was like, I didn't say him. I was like, I don't know about that name. Jack Warming is upsetting to me. <laughs> All right, Jack in the warmth. Then, what was the the like fat dog equivalent? What was the thing? Jacking off. Jacking off in the summertime for one. Of... <laughs> yeah, I was leaving. Was jacking off in the summer. 
<laughs> well known. You no, know, jacking it in the summer. Oh man, it's got real. Do you guys remember Fat Doggin from Community? No. Someone says never... like "fat dog" and then like tries to gaslight everyone into thinking it's. I think it's Chang. Chang says "fat dog" and then he tries to gaslight everyone into thinking it's a normal phrase that everyone has heard about. Then they make a dance out of it. No, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a it's very not your new fault. dance based on an old craze. It's called the fat dog, and it will amaze. You've heard this expression your entire life. It's not made up. It's not made up. That's the <laughs> impression I'm getting from jacketed in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> not made up certainly not what you don't remember you know jacking it in the summer all those times in the summer times <laughs> it's not made up oh boy all right well i'm still the bringer i feel like i'm willing to eat that bullet i'm willing to <laughs> willing to put that barrel in my mouth you want to be a bringer, Shauna? Uh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. No longer oh, defending wow. it. How's that feel Shana, to Shana. It was just so lackluster. She finally found a hill that she doesn't want to die on. Not enough. Not enough fetish inspiration in this. In this one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't horny enough. Interesting review. Put that on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody who just rates movies on how horny they are. Uh, yeah, this movie. Um, hmm. It's not a great movie, but the other movies on the list are also not great. So. Yeah, it's we're how so we're so early in the season. You. Hudson Hawk is a fucking masterpiece. How dare you? Hudson Hawk was fun. Certainly better than this movie. You wouldn't call Hudson Hawk great? I wouldn't call it great. Oh no. Oh. No, it no, it's it no, it's good. Like But is it great? It's not hmm. great. That's fine. Would man. I call it great? I don't want to. Well you say it to their just... face. Do you love Hudson Hawk? Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna <laughs> gaslight me over the next like fifty episodes, just being like, "Didn't you? Didn't you say Hudson Hawk was great? I think I remember uh, you saying that." Like, oh, maybe I did say that. It worked for other movies. <laughs> <laughs> Be like how, like, as we watched worse and worse movies, I was like, "You know, maybe Cats wasn't so bad. <laughs> maybe it was okay." Tepper loves cats. <laughs> Tepper's a huge yeah. Cats fan. See that's 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 the that's the trap a lot of people fall into is they only watch okay and good movies, so they see a lot of movies as subpar, but they're missing mm. out on the real trash to that's really true. appreciate the okay movies. Wow, that's 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 a beautiful brief summary of the Educated Imagination series of lectures. <laughs> yes, <laughs> basically. That's wow. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, have, have, did you listen to those? Uh, Chris? I did. Those are great. Those are great. That's big, big. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Never end the story. Recommend to go to the CBC Ideas Archive and find the Educated Imagination. Great series of lectures. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. What one of the points he makes is that like it's not worthless to watch things you don't like because you're like still developing taste and like figuring out what you like and what you don't like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the terms he like he's like you're building like a castle of books, like you're like and as, as you watch good and bad things, you get an understanding of like it, it's a great, it's a really great. Uh, I've been listening to the to the lectures, but my older brother had a copy of the book, like he did. They basically just cr- transcribed the the lectures, and I read that when I was like still in elementary school, actually, and left a deep impression on me. Yeah, uh, and they're not that long either. Uh, but yeah, he has very fascinating things to say. 
Um, but yes, uh, season three. Um, we should see how long we can just make this season, uh, the season of movies that critics hate. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, an interesting challenge. Well, we can't do Ghostbusters now. Yeah, I think we're nailing it so far. Yeah, yeah. Where to put this? I'm curious which of these is best rated by the critic section. I'm actually, I want to, actually, you know what? I'm going to do that. We may or may not make this a bit, but for myself. All right. This is our critically worst rated movie so far this season. Other than The NeverEnding Story 3, which only had two critical reviews and the, and apparently just gets nothing. They they, oh, they wow. won't they won't average less than like a a couple. Huh. Wow, that's not even a zero. It doesn't even get a number. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Hudson Hawk beating out one hundred one uh, hundred two Dalmatians by one percent at thirty one percent. It's the best movie we've watched. That can't be denied. <laughs> this season, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe the critics were onto something. <laughs> Uh, okay, so for Santa Claus 3, I think put it in the number two spot. I would hope so. Like, I, I think huh. overall, so like, so like to, to explain, I think overall Never Ending Story 3 with the nasties. Who, who? Is, yeah, it is better than Santa Claus 3. But unfortunately, Neverending Story three has the uh, the Fantasians, the, the Fantasians, and that just drags that movie down into the abyss. Yeah, at least this has the like mercy to be just boring. Yes. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it it, it sucks because I I do think like I think you're like oh like the nasties are really good but the rest of that movie sucks so bad. Whereas this movie, it doesn't like offend me. And yet they didn't consider uh, Jack Black for the role of Nick Frost. Wait, close enough. I don't Jack, Jack Black, Black for Jack for Frost. Nick Frost. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't consider yeah, Nick like Frost for the role of Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> True. They also didn't do that. <laughs> Ooh, uh, on that note, the villain. Jack oh, Frost. yeah, yeah, he was pretty fun. Um, I do enjoy watching Martin Short do things. Yeah, He's I think I think so good. He's so good. Have you guys ever watched any of the Jiminy Glick? Is this like made for bad Canadian TV? Jiminy, have you? No, never even I'm heard familiar. of it. It's a fake, like it's this like fake, uh, like star fucker, uh, like um, late night host character that he plays, who's just like really gross and like annoying, <laughs> and he interviews real celebrities and it just annoys them. It's really funny. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, Jack Frost. He was. Like yeah, I, I probably my favorite bit of the movie was the industrial sabotage sequence. Um, just him, just him selling the elves on coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then just proceeding to like break everything. Oh yeah, forgot to talk about that. Cocoa is crack for elves. <laughs> yes. Um. Hmm. I think put him in the number two spot too. Ooh, knocking down the nasties. Yeah. Ooh, uh, hoo ha, whatever it actually was. Like they're really neck and neck. I really enjoyed both their performances very much. So it's very difficult to choose which one is better. Yeah. We've had, oh, we've had on average pretty bad movies so far this season, but like pretty good villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, the Mayflower, like, the CIA and the Mayflowers were, like, awesome. Yeah. Really, really good. All right. A lot of business dads. Yeah. 
they will be at the bottom of the list because they're very business. Uh, who do we want a Death Note? Hmm. Uh, Great question. Uh, that elf. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Curtis. Curtis. Wow. Absolutely, Curtis must be Death Noted. Oh, also Comet. Yes. Oh, also yes. Comet. Oops. Death to Comet. Everyone else was pretty alright. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at our list, so I was like, oh, right, we're not doing people who want to list this season. Yeah. Uh, he was right there. He was considered for the role. Charlie's made-up girlfriend. <laughs> She's in Canada. Death note her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think everybody else in the movie was pretty fine. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and we get Lucy, I guess, for the glory. I also, think she was oh, last time actually, too. that's a thing. Uh, very likely, might have been both of them last time. Um, just very weird line. A few of them, but specifically, just like asking people, uh, Jack Frost asking people if if they want to be his elf. Oh yeah, it's sexy, too sexy. Oh that was, that was yeah, one of my comments on well, also, Jack Frost, too sexy. He. He 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 asked the mother-in-law, but he also asked Lucy, and it's just like, what's going on you, here? You presumably literally just want them to be your elf, but also you're trying to take all of the elves anyways, and I don't know if you know a way to make somebody an elf. I don't know if you know what an elf is, if I'm going to be totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I think we did it. Let's give some arbitrary ratings. <sighs> hmm. The part of the podcast where I remember that I'm the first one and I could have been thinking of this for the last several hours. Huh. Hmm. Oh, oh boy. All these noises I'm making that are totally essential and not me. <laughs> Vamping and stalling for time. Not... Even a bit. Um, I will rate this movie several million children in Australia not getting anything for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the only mo- line from the movie that I could remember in this moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did he just... Does he do Australia last? That's what they deserve. Let's be honest. <laughs> Harsh, but true. I mean, what are you getting them? What do you get, children in Australia? Anti-venom? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, anti-venom and, like, machetes? like Beers? Yeah. Uh, I give this movie one Paul Giamatti who didn't get the role. Very nice. He just he just keeps popping up, you know. Can't even he, Chris can't even blame us this time. It was in the trivia. Uh, I rate this movie one Jack Frost out of one jacking off in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you stole mine. <laughs> it's my favorite Beach Boys song. <laughs> give this movie one convoluted uh magical rule out of it's a horrible life (laughs) as always i've been your host ivan i'm chris i'm shauna and i'm tepper and a special thanks to 8-bit jazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on youtube or follow the link in the description
Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.